you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you, wishing to construct a tower, does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there's enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, this one began to build, but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he was still far away, he would send a delegation to ask for terms of peace. In the same way, any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions, cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I think before we understand the full message of Jesus today, I want to go to Paul's letter. Paul's in prison when he writes this letter, as as he identifies, And he's writing it to a friend of his, Philemon. It seems the situation is that Philemon has a slave. Now, this is prior to social consciousness and the the horror of slavery. So this is well well back into the first century. We had not yet arrived at the point where we realized no one can be a slave to anyone. So this is the period of the Roman Empire. there's a slave in prison with Jesus. His name is Onesimus. Onesimus belongs to Philemon. Philemon's a Christian. So Paul's writing this letter to Philemon and say, hey, wait a minute. I'm sending your slave back to you because he just fulfilled his term. He may have stolen something. Who knows what he did? We don't know. But I'm sending him back to you changed. He's no longer a slave. He's your brother. Because in prison, he became my child. Paul baptized Onesimus in prison. He educated him, and he became part of the faith. So I'm sending your person back to you, but not as a slave. 
you're to treat him as one of your brothers or sisters. So in a sense, Paul was way ahead of his times because that was in face of the Roman Empire. But the dignity that we're talking about is very interesting. The dignity with which he's sending this person who is now baptized and the love, it's another piece that's really so, it's sort of unusual. Welcome him as a partner of me. So when you see Onesimus come back, you see Paul and treat him as you would Paul. I am sending him my own heart to you. So the intimacy which Paul has for this person, Onesimus, is, is fascinating. And it, it's good because a lot of scripture seems so often cold-hearted, business-like. So we have to get into the scriptures. We have to get into the minds of the authors and the circumstances. And we realize it's not so cold-hearted. It's very warm-hearted. It's very intimate. I mean, the whole image, father sends son to us. I mean, how, how much more of a gift can we have? The creator sends his own son to you and to me to be our brother. Great intimacy. Okay. So today in the scriptures, Jesus challenges us quite a bit. And he uses a phrase that I think is translated according to the, the translation, but not accurate according to the meaning of Jesus. The word hate. Really, Jesus is telling us, I want you to separate yourselves or take into consideration the relationship you have with things and people. So don't necessarily hate like you and I would hate sin or, God forbid, hate an enemy. So he's not telling us that way. Separate from. And now let's go back to what he's saying. If you want to come after me, you want to follow me. Now, don't forget, this is Luke's gospel. And all of Luke's gospel is a journey. Jesus is going to Jerusalem. So he's walking along. That's why the open phrase, crowds were traveling with Jesus. Jesus says, if you want to come with me. So this is, you know, it's many level reading from Luke. And Luke's gospel is summarized where? On Calvary, on the cross. So Jesus is going on his journey. And people are going with him. And then he looks back and says, wait a minute. You know, priorities have to be settled. You have to use your head and your heart. If you're following me, and he gives that story, like if you're building a tower, make sure you have enough money to, to build the whole tower. If you were a soldier and you're fighting an army, make sure you have enough people in your army to fight the other army. So I want you to be practical. I want you to prioritize your affection for me. I want you to prioritize where I am in your life. And then he hits us across the head with this phrase, hating. Use the phrase, separating yourself from, not relying on, and maybe other substitute words. And he says, if you come after me without separating yourself from your father, your mother, your children, your brother, and even your own life. You can't be my disciples. 
priority. Jesus is asking us, as our brother, as the message coming from the Father, to be one, number one. And you know what else he does? I think he re reveals himself as a very possessive lover. Think about those in your own lives or the one you were when you first met that person who was special or parents with their children, very possessive. And when you met that first person that you were head over heels in love with, it's inappropriate, but you got possessive. I don't want anybody to talk to her. I don't want anybody to talk to him. He's mine. She's mine. I'm her number one. Think of all the, the romantic ideas that we all had as kids and young people growing up. Jesus comes across as being, being very possessive. I want to be number one for you. Tell me that's not possessive. But it's loving. Because he's not saying you can't talk to anybody else. He's not saying separate yourselves from everybody. But I have to be number one. I have to be the tower that you're going to build. I have to be the, the, the army that you're going to work with. I have to be number one in every aspect of, of your life. And that's important. Carmen, Carmen, put that down. Thank you. Thank you. Good because it could break that way. Okay, God bless you. And I want to be number one in your life. So don't let anything come between us. Don't let anything block you from following me. Even take up your own baggage. So he calls it your own cross every day. But don't let anything come between you and me. Do you really want to be my follower? Now, you and I know the whole answer. You, you and I know where this is going. Don't forget, follow Luke. Luke is going to the cross, but not staying at the cross. The resurrection. So Jesus has a whole picture in mind. He has our whole destiny in mind. And he's saying, in your life, I want you to prioritize me in everything you do, in your relationship with your parents, in your relationship with your children, in your jobs, in your relationship to society. Now think of the, the practicality of that. This is God in the flesh, Jesus. This is the love of God in the flesh. And he's teaching us today in the scriptures to hold love first. Your first priority. You know, some of us are selfish. I can't believe we'd even say that, right? Some of us are selfish with the people we love. Some of us love people so we can be loved back. Some people want to be liked so we, so, so we can star, we can be a, a, a shining star. Sometimes our reason for love is selfish. Not, not all the time, of course. And Jesus is asking us to look into our own hearts and look into the heart of God, him in the flesh, and make him a priority in everything we do. Think how the world would be changed if in our family life, prayer was in the middle of it, 
Love was in the middle of it. Not only family love. We all love our parents and kids and brothers. and that, That's ordinary and that's good. But we get something out of that. We, 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 we belong to a unit. We belong to the security of a family. But we as Christians have a different aspect of and, and ministry of love. That love goes beyond the family, goes into the streets. It goes into the poor with respect. It goes into the homeless with respect. It goes into serving the hungry with respect. Because we're not doing it for ourselves, we're doing it for Jesus, the heart of our faith. Jesus, the heart of our lives on earth. So then I can go back to my mother, my father, my sister, my brother, my job, and all those other things, and love them by prioritizing Jesus first. Love them appropriately. And take up my life and follow Jesus. Take up everything I have and follow Jesus. Just a little P.S. with that cross thing. I don't think Jesus was talking about the cross as we know it. It's, um, this is not unique to me. It's, it's a debate. He was referring to Tao. And don't forget, if you think of St. Francis, remember he took the Tao as his cross. Because the Tao was the conclusion of the letters of the Aramaic alphabet. So saying take up your cross was the equivalent of taking up A to Z, as we would say it. When you take up your Z, then you're totally following me. Now that makes a little more sense. Well, we can't translate, change the words, we but we have to understand the words. What more of a possessive lover could we have in Jesus who says, I want you to follow me from A to Z, every day, 24-7, 365 a year. He's very possessive. And what we get back? The love of God in our hearts, our heads, and our whole selves. The love of God that doesn't quit. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. In the U.S. Army, you can make a choice to make your mark. With over 200 fields to choose from, you can join forces with us and take on anything. Visit GoArmy.com to answer, what's your warrior?